and welcome to another installment of Bar Talk Podcast, bringing you everything you need to know about law via discussions, interviews, and news updates. You already going with the insanity sauce? Oh my god! <laughs> All right, <laughs> take it to eleven. You doing like, a reverse hot one? I should probably take a little off. Of. Dude, what are you doing? I should probably. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another edition of the Omaha Bar Association Bar Talk Podcast, a special Wings edition. I am Dave Summers, Executive Director of the Omaha Bar Association here at Bradley Law. Joe Bradley, thanks for hosting us again with a mouthful of chicken. Glad to have you, Dave. <laughs> Joe, thank you for hosting us. Oh, sure. Patrick McNamara, who's already gone to the hottest of the hot sauces. Can you talk right now, Patrick? Not well. I'm, <laughs> it's a little bit of sweat. It's, something's happening. For right? those that can't see it, his head looks like if Rudolph's nose had a beard. It's <laughs> <laughs> very hot. And finally, but certainly not least, Jordan Holst, now of the Public Defender's Office. Hello, Jordan. Hello, Dave. Thanks for all of the wings. And, and I guess uh, when Patrick's ready to talk, we'll also talk about how it's not Patrick McNamara of pa- McNamara Law. It is Mac- Patrick McNamara of Welch Law Firm. That's correct. As of March 8th, I believe. I'm really enjoying it over there. I can't really... Talk this right one now. Has a regular trip off, and that's so super hot. Correct. Right. Uh, All right. So first, first take <clears throat> out of the box. We're sitting here after hours, of course, <gasps> eating forty charbuff wings from Oscars. <laughs> um, actually, they're double charbuff. Ooh. Now, this is my favorite of all the wings in town. But I like to go around the table and get people's takes on on you know best wings out there. Tracks Lounge. Tracks, 60th and Walmart. best chicken in town, okay. I've heard the same. Uh, I really like Oscars a lot. Um, I also really like uh, Good Life for wings. That's oh, I've heard those there. wings are good. Mm-hmm. Everything Good Life is good. Well, it's right there in the name. <laughs> Joe, are you a wings guy? I am a wings guy. I'm a big fan of Oscars as well. But, I mean, I'm, uh, you know how there's, like, there's foodies? Mm-hmm. I'm the, uh, I'm an Edie. So, you know, just give me a, you know, a bottle of cheese whiz and something and I'm I'm fine. I think for me wings never got better than the law school days of eating at the watering hole in Lincoln. Okay. Those are good. Uh now they uh back when I was in law school, it, they still had like uh it was still really unclassy and they had cockroaches running around. Now it looks like a, you know, an Applebee's, so it's a little bit less fun to be in there, but still good stuff. The watering hole. That's a that's the name. It's the name. It yeah. was it was a bar on the strip. Mm-hmm. So not, don't recommend it for anyone who's, you know, above 21, because <laughs> get real tired real quick of those. So wait, so, so we're supposed to start here, which is the next? Oh, so we went from garlic parmesan to the regular buffalo. Okay. And that's where we have the most. And if you want to, when we get to the end, you can throw some uh, insanity sauce, Dave's insanity <laughs> you hear that? sauce. The end, Patrick. <laughs> and then we have Cujo. Um, these are the three main levels of uh, of heat that we get at Oscars. There's um, barbecue, but I don't consider that to be any heat at all. Mm. So that's kind of like I like Parmesan. Patrick is heavy breathing already. The problem with having something extra spicy to begin with is it makes everything following that's even a little spicy. Yes. Right. That's why feel you very spicy. Why you build up? No, I agree. 
<laughs> so in retrospect, so, so for pizza to cleanse your palate. I will shortly. I can get through this. So for everybody listening to the pod, thank you, mom, again for for listening. Uh, you should Google hot ones chicken wings and watch some of the videos. Um, they're probably around eighty uh, episodes by now. A lot of uh, a lot of sports stars, a lot of comedians that actors do it. Actors. actors. One again, I I apologize in advance to. All of our listeners who hate the sound of people chewing wet chicken. Because <laughs> you're going to get a lot of mouth sound in this episode. Mm, a lot of wet mouth sound. Uh, this is not a PETA-approved episode either, I should uh, mention, for those who are friends of the animals, unfortunately. Um, some chicken... Came to the were, wrong place. There's nary a here. In the filming of this episode. There is some celery for those that are so yes. Yeah, celery crunch. Be sure to get some crunch in. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh right into man. the mic. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that's good. <laughs> but but the hot ones episode, they they have a lot of they have what six wings, six to ten wings. Ten, typically ten. Ten wings with an increasing uh, amount sauce. of hot sauce or, or heat of hot sauce up to two million. <laughs> that's a lot. That's, a lot. that's <laughs> enough for the whole. And, and Jordan's out of commission. J- Jordan's putting uh, two tablespoons on her plate. Um, more than a dab, maybe a smear. I would call that. Smear. I thought it was going to have one of those. Uh, oh right. Know, flow control devices on no. top. That's of That's why it's the it's insanity. Jordan, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be insane if it had one of those uh, stoppers in the top. Um, but we're we're trying to do an episode about wings on anything, including what we're eating at the point when we're doing it. So, for the people sitting around the table right now, is there a favorite Hot Ones episode? I, I guess I'll, I'll answer my question first, Please. and then I'll go around. Uh, I really enjoy Guy Fieri because oh yes, I love that one. Because for two things, one, he says um, like he has this moment to plug Guy Fieri, and you you know Guy Fieri's got a lot it's of Guy, Guy Fieri. Fieri. Yeah, Abby. Pretend it's a D or a T instead of an R. A what? Gaffieri. Pretend the R is yeah, a Fieri. D or a T. Fieri. Yeah. Okay, Fieri. Guy Fieri. He has a lot You're of Guy Fieri stuff. Sound like a real North Dakotan. Yeah. Uh, but he says, uh, with his free time, he says, go teach your kids how to cook. And I thought that was a good line. But also the fact that he eats it all, and then he's like, oh, by the way, no water, no milk. He... Did the hottest of the hot, and he never went for In the fairness, towel. It did make his hair stand straight up <laughs> <laughs> and turn white, and it stayed that way. <laughs> um, but if you guys can't use the guy Fieri uh, episode, another another favorite uh, too. I, I have a lot of favorites. My current one I've been enjoying a lot is the Gordon Ramsay episode mm. because he is such like his kind of gruff personality. Like you can tell, he's so kind of put together, right? Like he ne- like he never kind of lets that drop. And just to see his brain melting with these swings, where he's like just swearing, and he's like, and he's he, and he came with this game plan where like he's he's spritzing his tongue with different chemicals, and he's chugging milk, and he he keeps acting like he's going to be able to outthink the challenge. And by the end, he's just a puddle of a man on the ground, just cursing, and it's just wonderful. So I'm gonna name. Uh, Actually, a third chef as as one of my favorite episodes, uh, Alton Brown. And it's funny because each of the... Sh- well, I guess Guy Fieri just ignored the heat and just pe- powered through. But I remember Gordon Ramsay brought <laughs> lemon, going lemon slices or something with him. Mm. Alton Brown went with a pint of half and half as what? his choice oh, of... Just uh, awful. Wow. <coughs> Did he drink it beforehand? No, he was just sipping as he was getting... Well, 
And he also went and ranked, uh, gave basically reviews of all the hot sauces and actually tasted it. Yeah. Um, George, have you tried the insanity sauce yet over there? Oh, yeah, it's truly it's, insane. It is. It is. I'm, uh, I'm going in. I recommend <laughs> touching your eyes afterwards. <laughs> You're not going to have any truth in advertising. Do not issues. wash your hands and go to the restroom all even. <laughs> sure. We're going to just touch up every part of Joe's office. Please. So that in. In six weeks, you can just uh, still have your eyes watering. It looked like yeah, there's dude, a. That, that bottle will last you a long time. It looked like there's a black light just all the time in my eye. <laughs> What's the meaning? I mean, it is. It has a sweetness Extremely to it for sure. Extremely hot. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. There is some some sugar cane. Um, yep. Hot peppers. Hot pepper extract. Weird. Tomato paste. Salt. Ooh. Um, it reminds me of one of the track sauces, which is called oh Twisted gosh. Rectum. Jesus. W-R-E-C-K-E-D. <clears throat> well, that's fortunate. You classy gal. Th I know. Thank you for <laughs> spelling that for everybody. Sp spelling it for Dave's mom. <laughs> <laughs> David, I swear. <laughs> I thought this was a family podcast. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, so, so one of the things I want to talk about today are the... Um, the eating contest, and oh, obviously, yeah. um, better in here. We, you know, we we see Joe <laughs> Bradley yeah, online eating as much pizza as possible. Mm -hmm. um, can you take us back through that moment in time when you thought, "I'm getting a year older. I'm gonna go do this. It's a good idea." Was it what happened? Birthday? No, yeah, it was. Um, oh wow, that's uh, I just had the insane sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, great time to talk. Holy moly! Mm. <laughs> and no, for so those listening <clears throat> online. Uh, Joe has a two-gallon um, zipper in front Don't of him. Don't think it'll be enough. I mean, <coughs> sauce might have just singed off one of my tonsils. We're going in for some celery. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. My mouth. <laughs> my poor sweet mouth. Okay. So, I was turning, I believe, 36. And I thought, I'm going to start a new tradition. Where every year on my birthday, I do a new food challenge. <laughs> and so, I did the... Uh, Frank's Pizzeria out in Westo, they have a food challenge where you and a friend have one hour to eat a 12-pound pizza. 12-pound. <laughs> um, they said it was thin crust, <clears throat> but I'll tell you, Frank's, I hope you're listening, it was not thin crust. That was at most medium crust. <laughs> and um, so, so I, we ended up failing. Spoiler, we ended up failing horribly. But it's not because we got too full. In fact, I, I ate a regular meal after. It's because <laughs> you have to eat it with, like, pepperoni and a couple other things. I learned that the body can only take so much pepperoni before your body just goes, no. <laughs> and I went to it, and my body goes, no more pepperoni. And I had to stop. Because I, I did on the research. You're supposed to eat the toppings first and then the, the bread later because the bread expands, so the toppings are supposed to sneak down there. What they don't tell you about that is... Once you eat the toppings, leave all this soggy, increasingly cold bread. That is gross and makes you nauseous and not want to eat any more pizza. I, I would add that your choice to go with toppings before the bottom of the pizza made it much less pleasant for the viewers. Of the pizza. <laughs> it it was true. it was gross. Yeah, it was real. It gross. was not fun. And so then the, the next year, I was going to do the uh, the wings challenge at Quaker Steak and Lube. Yeah, they have a wings challenge where it's deceivingly simple: six wings take. All the time you want, no time limit. Take any drinks you want, but you have to finish those six wings. But the wings are so hot <coughs> that you have to sign a release. Right. 
you have to wear gloves while you eat the wings. <laughs> and I did some research. People have been blinded temporarily right. by this because it's so hot. So what I did when I turned 37 was I decided I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> And I wasn't going to do any more food challenges, <laughs> so, so I didn't do it. <laughs> um, how much was the uh, the twelve pound pizza? How much did they charge for that? It was pretty pricey, but uh, was it going to be free if you? you it, yeah, it's oh, so if you if you succeed, has anyone succeeded? It's competitive eaters have have succeeded, but they had to like like cleanse their body and have like an empty stomach and be taking all these crazy pills. But if you succeed, the pizza is free, and you get one free pizza a month for a year. Oh my gosh. Because you want to eat more pizza after eating. Right. But there was, as soon as my friend Austin and I began the challenge, there was no, we like we literally saw them laughing in the kitchen. There was no, <laughs> there was no danger of that happening. I would also just like to note that the, the wing that Patrick accidentally drowned in insanity sauce has been left on the No, that's plate. the second one. I ate the first one. Oh, right, man. You're leaving it there? Oh, I'm going it's in on the It's hard to go. Too. It's, it's, you know what, fine. It's, um, you know what, YOLO, yeah. right? YOLO? Yeah. I'm the little blue cheese. Oh, this is terrible. Somebody, somebody needs to take over for a minute because I'm I'm in the insane right now. Yeah. So, so has anybody else heard of any food challenges, mythical or not? Uh, there was one. I grew up uh, in Grand Island. There's the only food challenge that we had there was at our famous Bosselman's truck stop at the Bosselman's restaurant. And yes, it's as delicious as you've heard. And it, you had one hour to eat. God, I believe it was a five-pound burger. With basically a loaf of bread on each side. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, guys. I did it. And the only prize was your picture on a wall and an XXL t-shirt, which I still can't fit into. <laughs> and Despite uh, the large burger. Yeah, and it was pretty gross. Does Stella's do one? Mm. They do. Yeah, the Stellinator. Yeah, they do. But I, I don't care for burger challenges because, again, it's the bread that's the problem. I don't want to eat a loaf of bread. I don't know if you well, guys... But no, but the Stella's one is just a tall... Just a, a tall skinny burger, so you just have a little. Oh, okay. That might be up your alley. I like maybe we'll you swore off. Let me find a picture of it for you, Joe. Too bad you swore <coughs> off uh, burger challenges. Well, or food challenges. Well, maybe I'll try that one because I think it was more the 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 heat that was worrying me. I'm good at food, yeah. but yeah. Oh man. I don't know if you guys have heard about this one. My lips I, are burning. I've heard lore of it, but the Nathan's I can't do any more of that. <clears throat> right, the original <clears throat> in Coney Island. <clears throat> yes. On the Fourth of July. Oh, yeah, I watched that one. Okay, here we go. The Stellinator Challenge. This is like a big plug for the Oh, this, this, looks, this looks tough. Six burger patties, <clears throat> six fried eggs, oh. six pieces of cheese, 12 pieces of bacon, lettuce, tomato, fried, on fried onions, pickles, jalapenos, peanut butter, a bun, and an order of fries in case you're hungry. <laughs> mm. Peanut butter, huh? Got something had to hold a, it together. I had a burger with peanut <clears throat> butter there. It was good. My, my one and only Stella's burger was peanut butter, bacon, and pickles, I think. And you can get a... Um, you can get a, a bun that's also a donut. Please donut. Do they do a wall of shame at Frank's? They should. They do one here. If you lose, you have to pay 35 bucks. Um, to not be on the wall? No, you still also have no matter to be on the wall. <laughs> it's a real kicking you all your down type of situation. Wow. Um, so does anyone know if there's ever been any liability? Uh, like there's <clears throat> ever been any suits from an injury? Whoa, or whoa, whoa, whoa. Jumping? Bringing some lawyer talk into the podcast. Oh, right? I suppose. I didn't mean to. I thought we were just doing this for the, the restaurant industry of Omaha. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, no, I mean, again, the uh, the Quaker steak, they, they make you sign. I think at, at some of the ones where the, the ingredients get kind of crazy, you have to sign. 
<laughs> Just like to insane. say, um, I'm seeing beads of sweat. <laughs> Whatever um, do you mean, the, David? <laughs> you don't look any oh, better. I, oh my gosh, uh, Simple Country Lawyer. Oh my, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> had to show up for this uh, oh, recording of uh, Wings Contest here. Um, but, but no, I mean, so for the personal injury, if you're a personal injury attorney trying to bring a lawsuit, and let's say you had a person that was injured in the wings in contest, they signed a waiver. So you would say that even though there was a contractual right that they may have signed away, it was, it couldn't be signed away, right? On some level, it was, it was a negligence. Well on the part of the organizer? So, from my understanding is they can pro you can probably sign away any claims for simple negligence, but something like gross negligence, even if even if a waiver were to uh, be signed, I don't think there's any way to waive gross negligence. If they put rat poison in uh, the sauce, for example. I want to eat this wing so much more after you saying that. <laughs> but I would say that a wing eating contest is gross. If you've ever actually watched it oh, happen, right? Yep. It's so gross. Negligence. You know, the negligence there is, is definitely gross. Um, you know, the, you're, you're, I just imagine somebody like grabbing the drummy and just like. Yeah. Right. For the most part, though, the, the wing eater is going to be assuming the, assuming the risk. Yeah. You know, they know what they're getting into when they're entering. Especially when professional eaters, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I've never heard of somebody dying from eating hot sauce, right? Like, even the hottest of hot sauce does not kill. It may temporarily blind you. Well, I wouldn't it imagine may cause kill. Hysteria, hysteria. But I, I mean, maybe burns. Yeah, like stomach. Yeah. I heard about somebody who gets these um, chronic, like, lightning headaches now after eating some kind of crazy pepper uh, at a restaurant in like Spain, um, and that it's it's debilitating and, as far as you can tell, permanent. Yeah. Can I do an update? I have the most embarrassing sort of food sweat bald spot sweat right now and it's right there on the tippy top and it's a little cone of shame for my wings just keeping keeping the listeners in the, in the loop you know you know there was a consideration that we do a facebook live episode um of this or at least a recorded one that we could edit out a little bit but yes uh, i feel like any live would not do us favors in terms of things that we say just a lot of like leaning back and slow breathing and groaning going on under under our breaths right now and I, I had the least amount. I mean, it's slowing me down. I, I look right now like my dad when I drag him to an Indian restaurant. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> my biggest question with these, you know, liability waivers, if, if it's a amateur hour type thing, like Quaker Steak and Lube, mm -hmm. is that enough? And I, I just, I wonder if there would be... Uh, argument that could win the day that you cannot sign away as an amateur you can't really sign away your rights to recover if sauce like that permanently you know scars your stomach or gives you debilitating headaches <clears throat> if they're warning you that it may happen and you still go into it willingly why is it there they're not saying you have to, they're not forcing you to do it you're voluntarily showing up at well because imagine this like 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 we were talking about the the Stella's challenge with that super big burger right I mean, what's the difference if you went into Stella's on your own accord with no challenge and right. ate like twenty burgers and your stomach exploded? I mean, they, they have a uh, right, or they have the obligation not to overserve, right? <laughs> no, that, that, I did not know that extensive burgers. You learn something new every day. Yeah, Ronald McDonald, be, we're cutting you off. The argument could be by having this challenge, the Stellinator challenge, 
Stella's is enticing idiots to go in there and eat more than they safely should. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an tra- attractive nuisance, whatever that is. I remember hearing about that in Ooh. like a pile of tires, I think. Yeah. Good law school. Yeah. Pile of tires, pile of burgers, same yeah. deal. Exactly. <laughs> For kids to come and eat and climb on. Uh, all right, uh, quick round here, because I don't think there's much to talk about. Not a lot of meat on this bone. Ah, uh, dude. But uh, <laughs> let's let's talk let's talk about some more wings. Uh, 1971 to 1981, Paul McCartney, Linda McCartney, and a slew of other people had this wonderful band. Nobody said ever called Wings. Oh, going to be counterpoint from Patrick over here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just fine with Wings. <laughs> You're just fine with Wings. Are you simply having a wonderful time enjoying Wings? No. Well, 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 well. Okay. So, as an aside here, Joe just brought up, he said, simply having. Now, he's talking about the Christmas time song done by the Paul McCartney. Literal, literal worst song of all time. But I like it, is, it is the Christmas song that makes the most money out of anyone because Paul McCartney um, wrote, directed, produced, starred in the whole thing. He had nobody else in on it, so he has to pay uh, nobody else for it. And so he makes... 400, estimate $400,000 a year on the royalty rights Ugh, gross. to that song. And that was in $2010. It's probably from all of the um, therapy appointments I have to go to because <laughs> I hear my mom sing that song on repeat every year at Christmas. So that's probably the bulk of that $400,000. But, you know, I, I guess when when you hear songs on the radio, you're like, oh, those those artists must be getting so much money. Apparently, in, in usual um, contractual terms, they, you know, they're only getting, like, you know, 20% and everybody else is just getting their share yeah, but Paul McCartney re- understood all that he had Apple Records that he was co- co-owner on and he said well they're going to play this every single year if it's catchy and so why am I going to pay somebody why am I going to have somebody else on this I'm going to play every single part I can loop them all in and this, Jordan can go to therapy this is a, a situation where there needed to be a few more cooks in that kitchen <laughs> <laughs> Paul maybe I'm just saying Call Ringo. Just call the man. Ask him, is this worse than Octopus's Garden? If he says yes. I like Octopus's Garden. Everybody likes Octopus's Garden. But it's a floor, not a ceiling. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when it comes back to, to Wings the Band, uh, any any good songs in there other than Live or Let Die? Band uh, on the Run is a great song. Can you, can you hum a few bars for the audience? Band on the run. Band on the run. Just over and over again for three minutes and then it's done? No, in fact, that's first of all, that song's like seven minutes long. And it also has multiple uh, key and tempo changes throughout. Wow. So it's uh, it's, it's kind of a... Much like this podcast mm-hmm. is having yeah, many key and tempo changes. It's kind changes. of an epic. In the uh, greatest sense of the word. Wow, okay. I did find actually... Now, it's not a Wings song, but the worst Paul McCartney song, which is actually worse than Wonderful Christmas Time, doing a little research for this, let me take you back to the mid-80s and a comedy classic, Spies Like Us. Now, what? you may... Now, everybody loves Spies Like Us, yes? I love Spies yeah. Like Us? Yeah. He did the theme song for Spies Like Us. I don't remember. Which oh. is awful. Wow. The 80s were a different time, Joe. They were. He was really selling out. He was He was going... It was a tough time. But it's as I was telling Patrick earlier, it's like, you know, imagine you're a baby boomer at the height of your comedic powers in the mid-80s, as Dan Aykroyd was. 
and and somebody says, "Hey, do you want a Beatle do the theme song to your comedy classic?" He says, "Yes, of course." <laughs> and then this happens. It's truly a tragedy. Were boomers called boomers in the? 80s? Oh yeah, they were boomers. Okay. Although they didn't they didn't have the universal loathing that we all know have for boomers. You heard it. The universal loathing. Not a hot take. That we have for boomers. Thanks for using up all the drugs and giving us all the STDs, boomers. Thanks. <laughs> and now, a word from your sponsor. This podcast has been sponsored by the Ace Tomato Company. If you're looking for a fake company to give you all the satellite images from Russia, go to Ace Tomato Company. And also brought to us by, why don't you try delicious Pepsi? <laughs> Would anyone like a Pepsi? <laughs> oh, you, do you remember like who us. that was? That no. was B.B. King that got to do that cameo. Oh, my gosh. B.B. King holding an AK-47 going, why don't you try a nice Pepsi? Wow. When he was a Pepsi uh, spokesperson. He like was. Years later, right? He I was. I'm really impressed at your positioning I, of these two I Tetris did, didn't I? Uh-huh. We, uh, we have slowed down. For those on the pod, we have slowed down considerably on our consumption of the wagon. And again, five. Dave brought a group of four people, 40 wings, and an additional large, large, large cheese pizza, which we have not even opened. Which is just for me. Oh, God in heaven. Dave, if the wings are here, I'm like, a, I'm, like a, I'm like a dog with the dog food. If you leave it out, I'm going to eat it. I'm going. still going back for a little more of this. What are you doing? Just a baby little... Dab. Wow. Okay. Well, I feel like we all have to double down. I on do that have a burn on my lip, though. Should we like, do it my all lips at the same time so that we can't? Yeah. Talk? Yeah. I feel like we all need to get into that right now. I just had recovered. It took me like thirty minutes. Uh, yeah. I don't have much sauce on my plate here, You're but gonna I'm, I'm going to do. Gonna, yeah. Again. She has a small lake. That's like a barbecue <laughs> amount of sauce. All right. There. Here we go. I'm smearing it. Okay. We're all in. One, two, three, go. Okay. Yep, mm. still hot. You know that sound is not as good as the um, the can opening from the uh, Brett Kavanaugh one, but mm. maybe we just need to play that. It's going to be a great Kavanaugh. podcast. Nothing but silence, <laughs> us sweating, and meat chewing. <laughs> it really comes through well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and now we don't talk. Yeah. Let's see you try this Des Moines Bar Association podcast. <laughs> Gauntlet Throne. We are setting a high bar. We really got... Guys, okay, subcategory here. What other bar association can we start some beef with? <laughs> oh, I don't hate that. Because beef is going to get us the views, going to get us the clicks. You know, uh, the Oklahoma Bar Association, I don't know if you guys saw what we just came out with that. Okay, first off... Another OBA. Let's not... State, let's, a we're going... Bar? A city's going after a state? we got to start smaller. <laughs> well, it's not It's not necessarily us that has the... You good? Um, it's <laughs> Jordan's dying. We're going to just uh, so get a little gloss over that. Yeah. Um, but... The Oklahoma Bar Association had a member hand deliver to the Bar Association office a fecal smeared dues check. So he's got a little bit of a beef with them. They tested it. They they went and tested it to make sure. They were like, smells like, looks like. And and he wanted it delivered to the general counsel of the Bar Association specifically. So Are they just going to call that speech? I mean, is that... Is that uh, okay? Here's what here's the here's the crazy twist. They asked him for comment. Uh, the paralegal who he said sorry for doing such a shitty thing. Ah, thank you, thank you. The, the paralegal said um, 
that it was part of a book of checks <clears throat> that were left in his car, stuck between his seat, and that it was already on there when he signed the check. That was that was her explanation. Oh. Now that doesn't so mean she, that none so of that takes, stuff happened. So he takes he takes dumps in his car. <laughs> <laughs> that was about the laws take on. I was like, Shit. wait. <laughs> they're, they're, but wait, there still should not be shit in your car. I thought that that's what that um, that gap between your seat and the console was for. Yeah, it, no, it's just in my car. I've I've hauled it out. It just goes straight to the street. <laughs> you know, when you're driving on Maple back east, uh, you know you do. Don't tailgate. Don't tailgate Joe, guys. Do not tailgate Joe. Oh yeah, you're gonna be on my bumper. Here we go. Give you a food challenge. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if uh, Massachusetts has a, um, a podcast that they do, The Bar Beat. Do they talk about stuff like this? I, I believe by looking at our um, analytics that they do listen to our podcast. Ooh, here's, okay. Oh, yeah? I, yeah. Have, a, I have a couple so questions here. your mom and then Massachusetts. <laughs> right. Minneapolis and Boston are the two places that we have listeners. Uh, so here's, I have a couple questions. Does Lincoln itself have a bar association? Yes, they do. Can we start some beef with those clowns? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> or is it too I close will, to home? I will stay out of that. Yeah, right, it may to, be a little too close. It hurts to breathe in and out. It's <laughs> my mouth. I have too much contact with the sauce. Well, Dave, oh, how did, about this? You did get a good Dave, you're, you're a good North Dakota boy. Yeah. Let's take on those hosers. Oh, and they're dealing with it from all angles right now because, um... They are, they have a Lautenbach type um, lawsuit against oh, them. Oh, Lautenbach type? Yeah. Well, let's be more specific. Um, the um, deunification of the North Dakota Bar Association. Sure. And so they're they're dealing with that right now, which uh, if it goes through that, um, may lead to all the state bar associations across the country going to uh, being deunified, which will mean a lot less money for the large bar associations that, that run. Nebraska, obviously, as the podcast listeners know, uh, was deunified a few years ago. And frankly, even though they've lost a lot of money that could have gotten to good programs, they have come out of it um, leaner and meaner um, in Ooh, a good way. Let's talk a bit about our favorite TV show from the 90s. Anyone? Anyone? Wings, the TV show. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Had to get in the Seinfeld reference every <laughs> single time. Patrick, thank you. Thank you. Um, so we have Joe Hackett, Brian Hackett, yep. the brothers uh, were pilots it, it, off of uh, Nantucket, right, I believe? Was yeah. Lowell the mechanic. Lowell, Thomas Hayden Church. Um, Antonio Scarpacci. That's right. Really a, really a star-packed lineup. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Don't, don't forget Roy Biggins. Roy. The, the sometimes bad guy, usual comic relief. <laughs> Roy Biggins. We had uh, Helen Church. Mm-hmm. Helen Chapel. Helen Chapel. Helen Chapel. Uh, Faye. Faye. I don't remember. Faye, old lady. <laughs> and um, general hijinks going on. Uh, but for this episode of the podcast, we uh, assigned an episode which had some legal uh, description to it, which was. There, there was a potential lawsuit being filed by um, a guest of Helen Chapel's at her house. He fell down the stairs, um, and then he was had a sprained ankle, and she didn't want him. What was his name? Leo or no? The the actor himself was Lewis from 
Christmas vacation. Yes. And, and. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Even was, more so. He was the dad, like the dad of the brothers on Mouse Hunt. His creepy picture hung. I looked it up. I don't, I don't know Mouse Hunt. <clears throat> Rem- you, oh, you, Dave, you have to remember, Jordan is conservatively 40 years younger than anyone else in this room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, he was also um, one of the wise guys in uh, My Blue Heaven. Uh, Steve Martin classic. Well, and he has that classic delivery, the... Where, I don't know where you get that accent out. <laughs> in, in another episode where he comes back, his grandson is played by Gilbert Godfrey, which is perfect. Oh, yes. Absolutely. My uncle's very annoying! <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I have watched every single Wings episode. It's just been years since I've done oh, it. Oh, sure. Yeah. But uh, interesting backstory uh, for the lawyers on the podcast and in the room. We have Helen marrying Antonio so that he can stay in the country. Immigration, man. Um, they perpetrated that fraud on the American people. That's right. Now, I can't remember. Maybe, Joe, you have a recollection here. Mm-hmm. How that ended. Didn't he want to get remarried? or didn't? No, she wanted to get remarried. Well, right? eventually the government found out mm. their, uh, <laughs> their... Well, so, so the it was a season cliffhanger. And they say after Antonio says, Helen, he just needs her for a, quote, quickie marriage. And then, you know, it'll all be worked out. And as they're walking down the aisle, freeze frame, he goes, you know, it's we'll only have to be married for 10 years. And she's like, 10 years? You said quickie marriage. He's like, I'm Italian. That is a quickie marriage. <laughs> and so, but then the, the, the following season, the uh, investigators following them and they have to kind of do the will they, won't they find out situation. They do find out. And then, for some reason, Antonio's allowed to stay. <laughs> Isn't it like the guy's just like a friend, or he becomes a friend, and he's like, listen, I'm going to let it skate. Like, it's it's one of those, the, the law is pretty clear, and the system should work, but for some reason, it's just this guy has a soft place and is going to let it slide, which, mm-hmm. as we know, does not happen in real life uh, for the most part. No. But, oh, yeah. some wings trivia. What... Where, what job? So Antonio eventually was the taxi driver. Right. Mm-hmm. In his first episode, how were we introduced to Antonio? He wasn't a taxi driver. He was, he not. was not. He was the maitre d at the local fancy restaurant that Helen sat at when uh, she was supposed to be meeting there for her anniversary with Joe. Right. And he went to the wrong place, and Antonio had to save her from all the busboys trying to hit on her all night. And meanwhile, he just kept slapping all the bus boys. Probably wouldn't fly today, but it was pretty great physical comedy. And, I mean, that's something in general, um, looking at this, and I guess I asked it before we really got started here, but this is a 1990s sitcom, 30 minutes in length, uh, laugh track or studio audience, most likely. Um, lots of humor that doesn't hold up, necessarily, right? Lots of... Strong disagree. Ooh. Totally holds up. Oh, okay. But... It's jokes that we couldn't tell today. Like, so it's still funny, right? but it's jokes we can no longer make. Now, when you hear people laughing, does it make you want to laugh more? Because now now we don't have that cue. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's supposed to be funny don't or not. Do they use it on uh, Big Bang Theory? They do, and what I find the laugh track <clears throat> very annoying. Yeah, no, cr- crappy CBS comedy still use the laugh track because it's watched by usually invalids or people that can't find the controller. My, par- my parents. Yeah, people's parents, dum-dums. <laughs> <laughs> not Dave's mom. Not, not Dave's mom. She is, she is, you know, 21 years old. At least that's how she looks, am I right? Up top, Dave's mom. All right. Uh, but no, it's, I, I think that, that time has passed. Mm-hmm. 
Because if you watch, I, I watched because I hate myself. The first episode of that Fuller House reboot. Oh yeah, and that it was the la- bad. Oh, it was real bad. Oh, uh, that was bad for a couple reasons, not, not the least of which the laugh track was there. Uh, for those of you listening, if you were looking for our episode from April twentieth and couldn't find it anywhere, that's because we found it to be completely unusable after the fact. <laughs> um, mostly because I don't believe that any of us knew what we were talking about, um, we didn't. and it was just a lot of jokes. That uh, didn't land. Look, we, we we were we were wrong on the law. We made bad jokes, but other than that, it was a solid podcast. Dude. We had a good time. Yeah, just just so you know, the quality assurance is out there. We don't we don't post everything. Yeah, believe it or not. Full disclosure: I was still in witness protection. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was. So I wasn't, yeah, like, wasn't a part of that uh, 420 podcast. Yeah, D- Dave's mom. It may be weird to hear this, but we're actually releasing the best of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in, in that, but in that, um, the episode that the house guest um, with this old man who he sprains his ankle and falls down the stairs. the The concept is is that the old man is injured. He has a son, hotshot lawyer in New York, and they're in Nantucket. Hotshot lawyer in New York who will sue her for everything she's got. Um, and he sprained his ankle. Everybody, he sprained his ankle. But he's going to sue her for everything she's got. And that's why she keeps him in her house for a week. Misery style. I, yeah, I, I'm just, as like, one I'm, does. I'm so confused by this whole concept of how much you could get sued for. This guy doesn't work. He doesn't have, you know, doesn't have any family. He doesn't seem to be happy in any way. And if he sprained his ankle, which somehow, I guess the doctor showed up to the house. House call doctor. Which sure. is also great, Nantucket. It's it's all house call doctors. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Jeremy's not here right now. I wish we had our personal injury. Um, your question: what are, what are his damages? What are the damages? What, you know, and second of all, hotshot attorneys doing things that you don't want to do because you're scared about a lawsuit is the whole thing that puts lawyers in bad light, right? Dave, Dave I think the explanation for the logic behind this episode is that much like every Law & Order episode, it's written by not lawyers. Yeah. Bite your tongue. So it's like, ah, what do I think lawyers would do? Yeah, they'd be real hot shots about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I bet when that old guy's ankle gets sprained, they can think of everything they got. Write that down. Pass the cocaine. See, I think at the end of the day, what he was really looking for... Um, with a little afternoon delight with Faye. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did make a lot of passes at Faye, but a few at Helen and one at Lowell. <laughs> <laughs> and Lowell, who recognizes him, uh, then proceeds the next scene to uh, mistakenly sponge bath somebody else, <laughs> like he doesn't know. Uh, who Lowell accidentally I'm broke into a house. So many holes in this episode. So yeah, we, we are to believe that Lowell accidentally broke into a house, <laughs> <laughs> sponge bathed another old man. Who just said nothing, <laughs> and then they'll left. <laughs> There's follow him. That's the episode, right? There's certainly a claim to be brought. Yeah, like by that man. C- keep your sprained ankle. He molested an old man <laughs> who was probably in a vegetative state. Couldn't even fight back. We have opened this up. This is this is a whole new thing. We should we should comb through and find all the legal issues in all the Wings episodes. Oof, here we go. And and that's that's our weekly. We, we have a standing appointment every Wednesday. Yeah, we, that, we, we talk about that, and then we talk about anything else. We change this to the <laughs> WOBA podcast, the Wings Omaha Bar Association <laughs> podcast. We get wings from a different place every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, it just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the show. It just doesn't seem to hold up, but uh, Joe says that it does. Well, and my whole thing yeah. about the whole sprained ankle issue is, I mean, it's not her fault he couldn't find the light switch. It's not as though we're led to believe that one of the steps was defective or there was yeah. something on there that made him trip. It was literally just... I think we were to believe that he was going to say, and this son who's a lawyer was going to say whatever they needed to say to, to make it compensable. The, uh, well, and if you look at the episode, the steps, and I never knew this before, but those steps they look steep. are severe. Like, that is a, that must be one of those small houses with, I mean, those steps were almost straight up. But then I didn't see a handrail. Now, I don't know, building code um, or requirements were back then um, to have a handrail in Sandra. Ooh, I do know a fun Nantucket law. What? How? Well, I, I visited Nantucket when I was a kid. So, so, <laughs> so, so spoilies, Wings was one of my favorite shows. So when I visited the East Coast with my fam, we had to do Nantucket. I got a Wings t-shirt. It's not a big deal. I'm a huge, I'm a huge. Oh, my gosh. So, but when we were visiting around, all the houses were very uniform. Except, and we got to this one house on the tour that was like this stucco abomination. And we're like, what's this? They're like, oh, yeah, like, th this guy built this one crazy house, and then they changed the law so that all the houses basically have to be built exactly the same because we don't want to ruin the tourism. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if Helen stares are bad, I dare say, they're all bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because the houses are so similarly constructed. Right. So you'd imagine that such stairs would be in. That's what I would imagine. That does that does uh, make sense the lunch counter that she owns she she thinks that you know that's going to go away how much money is she making off that lunch counter with the soup that she's selling to Roy Biggins on a daily basis well again ju just just with Biggins she's going to be able to retire very young well she's also allowing a TV show to be shot at her soup counter as well which <laughs> guys if we want to get into another torts issue that um, I don't quite remember all that well because I haven't been practicing tour laugher ever um <clears throat> Is the whole issue of, I mean, he was an invited guest, and so there is a hire. They've, um, mm. for the most part, the common law has kind of done away with that distinction now. Okay. And it's based on, like, reasonably prudent person standards. So what would be reasonable for who would be in your home? Sorry to tear you a new one for you non-practicing. Not saying, yeah, I'm not saying that was mansplaining, but it was in the neighborhood of mansplaining. It was a little bit. You know what? Oh, <laughs> is that even a thing? And, and Joe, can you just off the top of your head do the mansplaining bit from uh, from Barristers? That's a hard pass. Ago? That is a hard pass. You got to buy your tickets. You did, you did nail it. There is a recording, I believe, uh, out there in the ether. Dave, not an official recording for legal purposes. Not, <laughs> what are you doing? You're killing me. Oh, uh, there's not. There's no recording. No, it's. I think as as a Wings aficionado, I think their biggest liability, I would say at least four to five episodes per season, while they're flying, the pilot is knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> and to have and someone is forced to land the plane. <laughs> to have your me mechanic be Lowell Mather? That's, the, the that person. is prima facie, <laughs> you know, liability right there. Uh, you know, somebody who really Such doesn't know <laughs> what he's doing at any given point in time. Uh, he believes that he won the lottery when he's got the winning numbers from the previous week and doesn't realize the date of the paper. I mean, this guy should be able to... Although, again, the, the biggest crime that the show Wings committed on all of us was during the final season of Wings, when uh, the actor who played Lowell left for his new show, Ned and Stacy, which ended up being a, a bomb, <laughs> they replaced him with a lookalike Lowell and called him, like, Flowell or some nonsense like that and thought we wouldn't notice. Well, we did, Wings! We did notice. Do I have a question? Yes. When it was the series finale? I believe 1997. 1997. Yeah, wow. that went later than I expected. Eight, eight uh, seasons in seven years. This, this all checks out as to why I've never seen it. 
Because, Jordan, now, if I'm looking at my records here, you were born in 2015, is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> you, you look good. I was good. born as a lawyer in 2015. Oh, look at you. And I remember I watched all the episodes of Wings on disc through Netflix back when they were a we're sending DVD. Back when they sent them by Pony Express. Yeah. And it was one of those ones where, you know, if you got the two discs at one time, you could get through five, six discs in a week. So... <laughs> Yeah. That was quite a time. I remember uh, when I was first dating Kate, uh, she hadn't seen The Sopranos, and we did The Sopranos by uh. mailing Netflix discs. <laughs> it's like 28 discs or something. I mean, it took it took like nine months to, yeah. to get through it. But let's talk about buybacks for a second. Sure, um, we can talk about buybacks. I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with women. But, 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 I mean, legally there's no obligation for this buyback thing, and it's... It's not... It's part of the unwritten constitution. Uh, the unwritten constitution right. of New York, Long Island Point is... Point of order. What's a buyback? <laughs> I'm going to get to that. All right. So what a buyback <laughs> is, is in New York when you sit down at a bar and you have, depending on depending on how your relationship is with the bartender, when you have oh. two to three drinks, your third or fourth drink is usually purchased for you. And it's just understood that the bar will buy you a, they'll buy you back a beer. So it's a, a buy three, get one free situation. It's a money laundering it's un, scheme, It's right? unwritten. I don't, I don't know, but um, I like this. But it, it, it's intended, I think, to keep people at the same place. Yeah. Rather than popping around all night. Right, because you have to at least drink three there. So. Yeah. But like, if you ha- if you are like a regular at a bar, usually your buyback will be like after your first beer. Like oh. Buy the next one. But it's universal. Do they do like every York. other beer? Uh... <laughs> Do they depending only on, give you Heineken? Depending, on, depending on how. <laughs> is it like three three Budweisers and then a Natty Light or something? <laughs> yeah, no, no. They usually they usually come back with the, whatever you whatever you're drinking. But this is universal. Every bar in New York. The only place in Omaha that did that was My Tai Lounge. Rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. And the guy would take the shot with you. Yeah, but you. didn't he make the rum for that place in his bathtub or something? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, you mean that, that old skeezy armpit of a place was not classy? That's crazy. And uh, second uh, advertisement for the night, this episode brought to you by My Tai Lounge. <laughs> My Tai Lounge. Closed for the last three years. If you know where that sign is for My Tai Lounge, please contact the Omaha Bar Association. Dave would like to buy it. All right. Well, well, uh, as as they say, this Wings episode is in the can. <laughs> well, Dave, we had high highs, we had low lows, we soared on eagles' wings. You know, it was a wing and a prayer this episode, oh. and I'm glad that we could uh, really, you know, spread spread them out and just go for it. My mouth hurts and Patrick's head's glowing, so that means <laughs> we done. <laughs>